This is a Galactic Network podcast. The Podcast of Terror is a great podcast. It's covering movies that are not for children, and thus this podcast is not for children. The hosts are two adults who will use bad words from time to time. They'll also spoil movies if that's not your thing. So if you don't like spoilers and you don't want to hear some dirty language or some dirty references to dirty parts of your body, then please, please, please wash your body parts better and do not listen to this show. If you can handle it, and I hope you can because there's a great podcast coming up, then please proceed with Podcast of Terror. I don't even know what time it is in is in Switzerland. I don't know what time it is there either, but it, it, we didn't necessarily. This is like outside of a regular time. It's been outside of a regular days now since we've been doing them on Mondays. Oh, there he is! Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> we were just speaking the devil. I, what time, Pete? What time is it there? I could totally look it up, but I uh, won't. No, well, you know, I know. Uh, there, I don't think there's just one time in that entire country. Nine thirty-four p.m. Oh, okay, so. Uh, that's I feel better now. At least it's not like four a.m. Mm. Uh, sexy. Okay, prefer the term light bringer. Oh boy. Ah, fun, 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 fun. Um, before I guess I announce the new thing that we talked about, I would like to point out that this movie was absolutely fucking insane. I was yeah. very bored, and then all of a sudden, just shit hit the fan. Um. So, yeah, we'll we'll get into the movie. Uh, for people who who weren't here last week, and I don't blame you. Uh, last week was kind of like a, a ruptured spleen of a of a film review, but we I wanted to choose something that sounded at least more interesting, more uh, original in some ways, and we we went with a movie called Kill List, which neither of us had really heard of, knew anything about, and so when we get into it, at least we'll have something to say about it, which is not how we felt about the Curse of La Lorena. Yeah, well, what was it? Yo-Yo-Rona. Yo-Yo-Rona. Uh, the, the curse of Yo-Yo-Ma. Yeah, the correct. curse of Yo-Yo-Ma. Uh, um, um, and I have to make a correction again, and I'm going to do this probably once a week for the foreseeable. Uh, so I was not too long ago on an episode of Movie Go Round. I'm, I'm, I should have written notes on my hand, uh, which is what used to be geek cinema society but now it's movie go around and i tried to correct myself the last time and nicole listened to the show and <laughs> informed me that i completely screwed it up again movie Ragone. so what i what i've asked for and what i'd like to get in the practice of doing again is having ads for uh other shows friends podcasts because we know so many people who do podcasts and i love a lot of podcasts by our friends and would like to to have an advertisement from them. And I know that we talked about doing that back in the day and we did it a little bit for a short while and then they all kind of dried up, but then so did we. <laughs> but 
But if you don't hear an ad this time, and you won't because I haven't gotten it back from Brett or anything yet, yeah. uh, Movie Go Round. It's a great show. It's three fantastic people, and occasionally some asshole like me who can't get the name right. Yeah. Yeah. Movie Go Round. That's funny. <clears throat> I, forgot, I forgot slash didn't realize they changed the name because I you know, went off the grid for a couple months. No, it, it, it's fine. But you should check out Movie Go Round. I will check out Movie Go Round. <laughs> and in his speed is pointing out, uh, it, it's, it's sort of payback for the fact that when I was on the show, they did have me watch Sucker Punch. So Interesting. You get what you get, people. Um, <laughs> but Matt, you have something to announce. I do. So since, since last week... I did not fuck around. Uh, Cast in the Cast and Furious, I think, is the name that we decided on, is going to be a real thing. Uh, Matt Vincent, who's been on the show a couple times, owner of Hey Pan Goods, all around Sex Machine. Um, you might still be in the middle of one of Matt's episodes if you. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Depending on how quickly you listen to it, but uh, uh, Matt is actually super, super, super excited about it. Um, so him and I are going to be taking on. We're going to start with all. Nine, oh, nine won't be out yet. Eight Fast and the Furious movies, and then depending on how quickly we do that, we may go see Hobbs and Shaw. Um, but the, the yeah, the the plan is to make it like a companion, so we'll watch the movies while we record, and um, which I I think it's fun. I yeah. Aaron's asked me a couple of times like you guys should watch the movies when you do this. I'm like. I don't know if it would necessarily keep us on task. No, we uh, did we did that once. We did um, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre with Matt. For yeah, Halloween we, one year, and we watched it while we did it, and it's it's fun. Um, I think it's more enjoyable if the person listening is also watching it at the same time. So I think you may lose something if if that's not happening. But eh. yeah, it's not quite a, a sync points that the we we studios do, um, but it is just it's it kind of at least keeps you in the the moment of oh yeah, and then this thing happens. It helps if you've seen the movie beforehand. And then are watching it as a reference point while you're doing the show, I think. But then that also means a minimum of an hour and a half to two hours for a show. Yeah. Which, with Matt Vincent, is a short fucking show. Yeah, I know. That's kind of what I'm saying. I'm like, I think a lot of these movies are about two hours, which, assuming we start right away and then don't continue to talk after the movie. Oh, we'll see how this pans, we'll see how this pans out. No, I don't want to uh, put you out of your comfort zone. You could always edit afterwards. I could. Yeah, I mean, I totally could. Well, I mean, we'll see what happens. But the, <clears throat> I, I guess it would all depend on the quality of the content before and after. Yeah. And honestly, again, Matt and you, to me, my opinion, uh, you're both so entertaining to fucking listen to that. Yeah. Like I listen to Matt's show. I'm um, so. Uh, and he interviews very interesting people, not about stuff that I would normally be interested in. Right. Um, but I still find the conversations very enlightening and, and enjoyable. Beat says editing is for suckers, which I agree. Yeah. So, but Beat says that knowing that he's been my sucker. Exactly. Hey, Beat, do you want to edit uh, Cast and Furious, bud? I don't think he has enough time. Uh, but yeah, the, the plan is we're going to probably do it similar to this. Uh, but if Matt and I are in the same area, we, the hope is to do them in person. Which... I think that 
it would be fun to see that dynamic. Yeah, given how much he travels, it's bound to happen eventually. Um, I know he gets to Chicago quite a bit, and that's not that far, but he's um, relocating to St. Louis, which is not that much further. It's only like a seven-hour drive from here. Um, so we'll see what happens. I hope it takes yeah. off. And and if anybody's curious, Matt uh, apologized to me up front at the beginning before the show started um, saying, hey, I, I know this was your idea last week and everything, but I totally think I'm going to steal this from you now. And uh, I'm I'm totally giving him uh, a, a thousand percent my, my go ahead. Well, and that's that. the thing. Like, no part of me ever thought you wouldn't be cool with it. But I still no. was just like, hey, man, remember that idea and that really cool name you had? I stole it. Yep. And uh, I basically made a show since we talked last week. Yeah, a lot of my ideas are just fucking brain farts that hit the air and, well, and solidify into a turd. <laughs> but someone else has to really take the shit because I won't do it. So the idea of just watch, like, I, I just really wanted to, I, need a, I needed a reason to watch the Fast and the Furious movies. Otherwise, I just won't. Um, this gave me an excuse. And then we were really just stealing the name from you. Because the we had the idea for like Matt's review the classics and it's like well none of these movies are actually classics and what if one of us can't be there and we still want to do an episode so uh, we have stuck with Cast and Furious which would be yeah. even better after we get through the Fast and the Furious movies but I said but at that point no one's gonna fucking care what we're watching because it's probably hopefully people will just be listening to us because of who the you conversation are. yeah what what we hoped about this show and then it proved to not be true. Uh, I mean, but for for what it's worth, we have, we have consistent numbers. Yes, they're not like amazing. Zero is consistent number. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> let me know when we get back up to our prized seven listenership. Uh, was- yeah, I mean, we don't we don't have like record breaking numbers, but we consistently have the same group of people, and I'm super thankful for that. We've been doing this no, almost we're, we're almost four years into this, and uh, a large number of people still come back, which is awesome. Yeah. Although I felt really bad when Matt and I were talking numbers and he was telling me the um so numbers and I'm like, yeah, we're we're like we're we're okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck man. Uh, look at Erica's numbers for Apex and the Abyss oh, coming back. Uh which I think is got a new episode coming out tomorrow. Yes. Um right. also Unless you're a Patreon subscriber, which case you've already enjoyed. I it's it. already I I I always make fun of her because I'm like, I pay for your Patreon, but I still listen to them on Spotify. Because I don't want to have to play SoundCloud or whatever it is, Patreon through my phone in my car. Um, well, she, you, can take, you usually can get a feed from Patreon and put it into your average podcast app. It's just it, it gives you a, a special feed for yeah, that. Or I wait three days. But if you already Spotify. listen to Spotify, then just keep listening to Spotify. Yeah, I'm so backlogged that it's, it's really not a big deal. Um, she did. She... Uh, she wants to come back and watch Brightburn. Okay. Which I totally am down for. Um, I'm trying to get sh- some shit out of the way here. Uh, Anthony's going to be back in two weeks. Yep. Anthony, we, we were expecting next week, yeah. but uh, his schedule conflicted. So hopefully which, two weeks from now. <clears throat> yeah. and, and I understand fucked up schedules. Oh, yeah. But. Which is fine because we're, we wanted to do one of the per- we wanted to do the first Purge movie. Around the 4th of July. So this way, it'll be out right before the 4th of July. I just, I'm hoping I can get my bomb pop here. Um, I don't know if it'll be out yet, but that's the plan. You got to get your red, red, white, and dew. Uh, I have my patriotic dew uh, carbonated diabetic soda. 
I sitting saw, in the fridge and waiting for me. <clears throat> I saw uh, red, white, and blueberry uh, pop tarts. Beat says Brightburn. She really hates you. Is that I, that movie looked pretty good? I don't know. I'm curious what he if he knows something I don't. If he's seen it, he probably knows a lot that you don't. Well, and that's the thing. I don't know if he's seen it or not. And if he hasn't seen it, he probably still knows a lot that you don't. Well, that's a very good point. He claimed to be driving through a tunnel when I asked him to edit Cast and Furious, but he's answering quite, quite quickly. It's cute that you bought into that. <laughs> uh, I really just wanted his horrendous dad joke to be uh, recorded for all of eternity. For mixed things about it. Um, yeah, I, I think the concept's really cool. If you're not familiar, it's if basically if Superman was a kid but a villain, which um, someone hinted to me. There's a post-credits scene that uh, points to an evil Aquaman. Maybe an evil Captain Marvel. I thought the post-credit scenes was just going to be uh, Zack Snyder and David Goyer in a room circling each, each other off. Other. Yeah. Oof. Like, we were right. It's absolutely the best thing ever. <sighs> Michael Bay just walks by and takes a picture and then edits a Transformer into it two months later. <laughs> and this is why I'm not allowed on the uh, action podcast. Eh. I have opinions. No, we all have opinions. Um, what, what else? Ooh, um, I did want to talk to you, and since we're recording, I guess this conversation will just be recorded. Um, the Saw movie marathon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How do you want to handle that? So we're getting together. Okay, so some backstory here. Um, some friends. I, I need to be in on this backstory because I don't know what the fuck. I thought you're I could. Have, I thought I told you about. So some friends of ours. Um, we had talked about the Saw movies, and, and my buddy's wife had never seen them. So I was like, right. fuck it, let's watch them all. And then I was like, wait, um, I'm going to watch eight movies. I might as well make this a podcast. So the, the, I had mentioned to you doing all of the Saw movies probably two by two. Yep. Um, th- we're watching one and two next weekend. So I, I don't know when, how you'd want to handle recording that. because. Uh, and I told Mike we may just need to push it out a couple weeks. So we'd be watching them and then like a couple weeks later we'd be talking about them. I don't know of any specific plans next weekend so if we well we're supposed to do the purge we are supposed to do the purge so if we do the purge and we do two saw movies it may be something that i can handle doing okay aaron was watching one of the saws the other day i mean worst uh, case we just uh the week after anthony's on we start doing the saw movies that would probably make the most sense yeah and that's kind of what i was thinking but i wanted to run it past you too but it's got a work with the, the schedule of whoever you have actually coming over and being physically present in your house um, maybe I'll just FaceTime you guys too while you're doing it deal with it isn't there some process of like being able to watch stuff as a group through online I know Facebook has my Facebook like that does yeah yeah but Facebook's bullshit yeah we talked you know, about watching Facebook which is basically its own version of the purge just slowly happening uh, we're gonna make our own currency I watched uh, Terminator Genesis again. It actually took me like two days to finish it because I forgot. I, I still haven't been able to make it through that goddamn movie. <laughs> I thought it was, I thought it was really good in the theater, and I watched it again, and I, I was like, "This is really not a good movie." Um, I now see why they're scrapping that three and Salvation for Dark Fate. You mean they're they're Halloweening it? Oh wait, no, oh. Halloween ignores Halloween two as well. So I mean, it's really. I'm, but they're H two Oing it eventually. <laughs> 20 years down the road, they'll, they'll Halloween 2018. But to your point, though, 
yes, they're Halloweening it where they're just like, hey, ignore these three movies that you've seen. And this just happens in here now. Like, and in the context of Terminator movies, that's sort of, that's the brand. You know, you should be fucking with history. That's the kind of stuff where that makes sense. Right. Halloween and two is it, it's all these other things where it's like, okay, whatever. But I just, I don't, I don't see an issue with it. Just do them the best you can. I thought Genesis was going to be a lot more fun by embracing that. Yeah. And it was, unfortunately, it was kind of a piss poor Terminator movie that took the greatest idea for a Terminator movie and fucked it up. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Beat points. On the upside, no Edward Furlong. So No, and I kind of like him. But uh, Beat points I, out that the, the, the Halloween 2 that they announced coming out in 2020 is the third Halloween 2. Yes. Which is, it's fucking weird to think about, but I don't know. It, I, so Child's Play came out this weekend, and everybody's talking about how it's actually really good. And even Child's Play purists, which it's, it's surprising that there is such a thing, but okay. And I, I kind of would be too. I, I usually am that guy. Uh, but Child's Play purists are like, you can still really like this new Child's Play. Right. It doesn't take away from the other one. You can have both coexist. Uh, and, and that's great. And all of that sounds great. But then that means that will there be a Child's Play 2 for this version mm-hmm. while they're going to Child's Play 14 and a half had they the mentioned series or whatever did they mention that this was the start of a uh, a new trilogy I, I just can't imagine that you have a, a especially a horror genre movie come out that has some success and not make it into uh, at, at least a trilogy well that's the thing I, I assume that anytime a horror movie comes out the assumption is there's going to be at least three of them but I don't know if child's play the original child's play was ever meant to be I mean, there's only. Never mind. Now that I think about it, there are way more. Um, uh, yeah, I, I think. What's up, Growly? Anthologies or not anthologies? Um, trilogies. Trilogies, or or just in general, like the long-standing, like episode eighteen or whatever of this movie, happens more in horror movies than anything else. Uh, they really landed it more than and then not necessarily before star wars but that was the genre that you were constantly seeing like freddy krueger comes back jason comes back michael comes back oh michael's not in this one we fucked up let's put michael in the next one again yeah that that sort of thing they did it more than any other film genre out there until you know now like every once in a while you'd have a a lethal weapon series or or something but it was almost always horror movies it's like it doesn't matter if it's the best thing or the worst thing in the world or i watched the documentary about that troll 2 movie you were talking about <laughs> yeah and well I'm, I'm through about an hour of it and uh yeah the fact that it wasn't even a troll movie no, has and no that, troll in it no it, it <coughs> sorry i know that uh the uh, overseas the the name of the movie is goblin yep which there are goblins and then the fact that the city that they're in is neil neil bog which is just goblin spelled backwards. Right. But Troll 1 is also... Has an actual troll. It does? 
Yeah. Okay. I, I know I haven't seen it, but I know that two has nothing to do with one, and then there's a third one that ha- also there's has no trolls. There's two troll threes. There's two troll <sighs> threes that have nothing to do with the other movies. Um, because, again, someone just like, well, we're just going to slap troll on the, the marquee, and, and that'll sell it, because obviously troll two was such a huge success. Right. Um, but it's it's sometimes it's easier to sell a name that's recognizable with a three after it than it is to sell a, a new film. Uh, that's why I was, I was, Aaron and I were talking about that curse of Le Lorena. If that had, I like been, how you just it, speed through the word because we don't know how to say it. We don't know. We don't. And, and it's not worth knowing. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Growly says the triple X version is Freddie and Jason keep coming. <laughs> I had to put that out there. That is a, that is the porn version <laughs> that I, fucking awesome. yeah. Um, I thought he meant triple X like Vin Diesel and then <laughs> Just, and Vin Diesel. What would you call the triple X parody of the triple X movies? Triple X. I need to, I need to Google carefully right now. It's, it's like more math than you can handle. Here's a bunch of dick. Oh yeah. Triple X 2002. Oh man. We got to uh, Maybe cast and the furious needs to do these triple X movies too. Triple uh, X two was on Ooh, return of TV Xander yesterday. Cage. And then number three was on another station after that. And I'm like, holy shit. Now, so Triple X number three, as I recall, just from seeing the previews, because there was no way I was going to go watch that shit. Is the third one out? Oh, yeah. It's been out for a few years now. Um, oh, but oh sorry. The Return of Xander Cage is at three. 40 years old, still doing skateboard tricks. It was like, it was not cool. Don't harsh Vin Diesel's at all. But I'm just, I'm just saying, like, the cool stuff about Triple X at the time that it came out and was the extreme sports and stuff and everything was fine, was absolutely fine. But 20 years later, and, and, and Xander is still out there with his, his board trying to ollie and shit, it, it looks about as, as stupid as I say the Fast and the Furious movies seem to me. This is well beyond that. This is a beautiful thing to pull. Oh. This is like, this is self parody. Which, again, I don't hate if they actually are treating it as self-parody. So there's a fourth one, apparently. Oh, fuck, no. Is Ice Cube back? No. Is it? Is it The Corpse of Easy e I can... I use an ad blocker. It gets really mad at me all the time. <laughs> um, is Samuel Jackson in it? For it. Uh, Zay Chow, Zoe Zhang, Roy Wang... Deep Topeka, Paducone, and Vin Diesel are the only people that are announced for it. Oh, okay. So it's not out yet. And no, it, no, 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 no. It, it sounds like a bunch of names being said in the same way that we tried to talk about the name of the movie last week. Yep. Anyways, if, if that movie from last week, Curse of Whatever, had come out and it had said The Conjuring Part 6, although it takes place years before Part 2, but after Part 1... And somehow they they do some algebra in the in the screen. <laughs> There's on screen physics. <laughs> yeah, it it would have at least been received differently, I think, because again, you and I had no idea that it was even a Conjuring movie. No, but it was. It. I don't think I would have liked it any better if it wasn't a Conjuring. Movie. I don't know if I would have liked it better, but it probably would have gotten more attention. And to be perfectly honest, if they wouldn't have had the scene where they pulled out Annabelle, I never would have fucking put it together. Right. So. We, I, I mean, I didn't want to talk about it last week. I don't want to talk about it this week. Uh, 
I, I felt bad with last week's show. Like we finished up and I'm just like, shit, we really had nothing to say about that. I movie felt a little all. dirty. I, I just, it was a letdown. Dirty. It was such a letdown because there was nothing that we could say that was new about a film where there was nothing new. And it just, if there was ever a show of just not even going through the motions, it just kind of like, this is fucked up. Do you, you ever, get out of here? Yeah, I want to get out of here. Do you ever think that you're jaded by having watched a lot of fucking really bad movies? I kind of considered that. I, yeah. I I kind of felt like after four years, is it too much of, of the genre? But no, it's not the genre. It's not horror movies themselves at all, because no. I think mm. we can come in and have a great time with a movie. And, and some movies can be very surprising or some movies can just be really good at doing the things that you expect. <laughs> and that movie didn't do either one. I need to sidebar real quick. Growly asked, is it pronounced Samuel L. Jackson or Samu L. Jackson? I, if he's not serious, this is a very good troll. Uh, Samu L. is actually the father of a Kryptonian killer whale that showed up at SeaWorld years ago. Didn't get to help save the world because uh, due to their poor conditions, he just drowned in his own feces. What? Nothing. <laughs> I was trying to put it together in my head as it came out, and it, it's just like <sighs> somebody somewhere will understand what I was going for in that joke. And if you do, uh, you can write to us at pot at gmail. <laughs> just so. <I'm, laughs> all right. I know I've mentioned I've been watching Home Improvement, start to finish, <clears throat> and the way that you worded that reminded me of when Tim does something stupid and Al pulls out the card and it's just the mailing address to send complaints. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I liked it. I, I I worry more about the the emails and stuff about like our new rating system, those kind of things. My dumb jokes, whatever just doesn't hit. I don't think anybody's going to waste the time on. We get we get emails. No, exactly. Right. But well, we could. None of this matters. No, none of it does matter. Nope. Uh, <laughs> you know what does matter? Kill list. Very very confused by this. How are you confused? Well, it was... Um, Give me your impersonation of the film, because I always lead with the description, and that's not fair. I, I, I was super fucking bored by the movie to start. But then the problem is, is like all of a sudden, it takes this left turn into pure insanity, and then by that point, I was so confused by what was happening. Um, I, now, I, where, where did it turn interesting for you? Uh, when they were shit, I was trying to. Um, I think it's the the, the MP part, but it, they're in a field, and there's like, so the okay. the first the first time my ear perked up is when the chick pulls the mirror off the the bathroom wall and scribes that symbol in it, and yeah. then I was kind of like, all right, like this is because when we started watching it, I'm like, how is this even a horror movie? Um, and a lot of the movie is not technically feel like uh what you would consider a horror movie. It's not a slasher pick. It's not a, you know, monster pick. As far as you can tell, it there's, it, it's, what I compared it to to Aaron today, is uh, it's Guy Ritchie's Hereditary. Oh, but but neither of those things. It's it's not Guy Ritchie because it doesn't have the humor level, but it does have those kind of characters that you would see in a lock, stock, and two smoking barrels. Or snatched, or um, Lair Cake. Lair Cake is the one that I like, which is not Guy Ritchie, but uh, still a fun movie about like a couple British guys who were doing sort of 
underhanded or heinous shit. In this case, uh, they're ex-military ops people who do assassinations uh, to make some money. So the the main guy in this, uh, he and his wife are fighting about money um, because they're out of cash. And he hasn't worked in several months. And so his best friend, who he was in the military with, comes back and he's like, hey, you know, I've got this guy who wants us to do these these jobs and it pays really good. And the wife kind of pushes him towards it. And um, the job is to kill three people. And in the meeting with the the dude who's who giving them the job, who looks a little bit like uh, the slender man dude from uh, Phantasm movies. He's that Ooh. got that kind of error yep, 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 yep. or it looks like the dude with the cat from uh, Harry Potter. Anyway, um, he he not only has him sign a contract, but he he pulls out a blade and cuts his hand and then cuts his own hand um, as like a blood contract kind of thing. This is after like what Matt said, um, dude's friend who shows up for the the dinner and everything to say, hey, we've got this job that we can do, brings a girl with him who is new and then partway through the night, she goes and she scrapes a symbol in behind a mirror. You don't really know why. It just sort of happens. And then she leaves and it all kind of goes on from there. There's something in the next morning where there's a dead rabbit in their yard and he winds up eating the dead rabbit. I don't exactly know what was going on with that other than the fact that he's ex-military and he's trying to show off. Um, and so the job is to go kill these people. First person is a priest. They go, they lay down... Uh, plastic in the the office of the priest and everything. He comes in there. He realizes that he's about to be killed. He looks at him and says, thank you. And then turns around and gets shot in the back of the head. And it's like, well, that's, that's kind of peculiar. Yeah. And, um, and, and are you into it yet? You've not seen somebody get shot. <laughs> Just you fucking maniac. Um, <laughs> so here's like i said is the point at which i finally got into it i was so lost because i it took me so long to actually get into it in the first place that i i have to i have to go back and watch this so i i I, I do feel like this would require a couple of viewing yes because even i mean I, i didn't watch it super early but i didn't like watch it super late um not a whole lot happened at first there's just a lot of talking and backstory and you're meeting people and I I guess with a a movie called Kill List about a you know a botched uh, assassination or a botched murder attempt or whatever I expected a little more right out of the gate um yeah, the the build up of the the family stuff is a little slow but I didn't find it horrible uh they they jump scenes like you can see the scenes probably recorded more and then the editing is done to kind of make them a little more succinct. Uh, I like the relationship between the dad and his son. Yeah. And uh, I, I I get it. it. It's supposed to show the the fact that he feels kind of forced in the situation, and he also feels like he he doesn't have a lot to offer right now. When when he says that he's been out of work for eight months because of his, his back or his health or whatever, and she yells at him, she's like, there's nothing wrong with you. You know, it's just in your head. You realize that, what is going on with him is he's got a bit of PTSD from his time in the military. They, they reference a couple of points, uh, something that happened in Kiev and chicken Kiev. 
Yes, exactly. It was a point in time where he was making chicken and uh, the stove had burnt over. He got sauce everywhere, uh, burned his wang, and so on. Never stir a hot roux with your dick tip. Never fry bacon when you're naked. So the... uh, that that that's kind of the the crux of it is that they go and they start doing this job and he starts to kind of develop his his coolness he 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 gets his uh this is how stella got her groove back if stella's groove came from killing people yeah uh he starts to get a little bit meaner he go it gets abusive on some church guy who's singing uh in a restaurant that they're at he just like gets all up in people's faces and stuff and the the fact that the money problem is still there still weighs on him but he's kind of like but i'm a badass you know i i can fucking take somebody down and it amps up his testosterone to a point where not only is he murdering people but the next person that they go after uh the librarian they go to the place where the librarian's got a bunch of records and stuff at and they start seeing videos and the videos are very disturbing things that he and some other people have done presumably I'm going to guess to children or something. I don't know. They don't show it. Uh, it reminded me of a scene in the first season of True Detective when they find some videos and Woody Harrison is watching them and just starts freaking out at the screen because of how disturbing they are. This is kind of like that. So they go, they find the librarian, and he, instead of just killing him cleanly, like tortures him and pummels him to death with a hammer. Uh, and it's a pretty violent scene. It's one of the the more violent parts of the movie in a movie where people get killed, um, because they show it a lot more. They they make it more integral to what's going on. Um, but he gets so pissed off that he he asks him where the people are who helped him make those videos. And instead of just cleaning up and getting out of there like they're supposed to, the job of that is done. He wants to go after them. So he leaves his friend in the car and he's like, we're going to go fucking do this right now. And he's like, you can sit in the car and wait, give me 20 minutes. And if I'm not out, come get me. But he just goes in and tears those people up. Also, at the same time, uh, when he does kill the librarian, finally, the librarian is again thanking him for doing it. Mm-hmm. The librarian and the priest both seem to recognize him as something that he doesn't understand what that is, what that is about. Um. His partner, when he's dealing with the librarian, goes upstairs, finds a safe, opens it up, and finds enough money in there that would pay them, essentially, what they were supposed to make off of the job as it is, so they can just quit. And he suggested to him, he's like, why don't we just get out of this? Uh, and they go to see the person who hired them in the first place. He's like, yeah, you can quit, but we'll kill you. We'll kill your families. Uh, we'll make sure that uh, you pay for it. It's not just about the cash. It's about finishing the job. Also, his hand that had been cut open has an infection that won't go away. He goes and sees a doctor, and it's not his regular doctor. Fucking weird. Yeah, it's... So we know that there's something deeper going on, Mm -hmm. but we don't have as much of an inkling as to what it is yet. So they do decide to go and do the final job, but he sends his wife and his son off to like a family farm or something, to be hidden away so that, you know, if anything goes wrong, people don't come after them. Yeah. And in the final job is they go to see, like you mentioned, the MP. And the MP, they're out in this field. um, 
and there's all these people walking through, a lot of them naked. So this is where it really reminded me of Hereditary. And it's basically like this big cult. And they they have a <laughs> ritual killing, but also seem voluntary of, of the person. What do you got to say? Nothing. I just... I'm just yeah. <laughs> I thought this part was all, although the most one of the most uh, interesting. It was also kind of cheesy because I just didn't really. That and that's it. All it all boils down to the fact that I need to watch this movie again because you weren't seeing the connectedness between right. it and the story so far. Right. I feel like whereas I have a lot of problems hereditary, how they introduce the cult and stuff, and they don't really do enough to make it feel like it's warranted. This. I think they were showing you the stuff about the cult as it was happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but it goes from zero to 50 really fast at that point. And yeah. it's not just that we get the cult, which is a, it was a pretty good depiction of it. It was a little bit like the wicker man, I think, but overall um, the person who gets hung has barbed wire wrapped around her eyes and stuff. And uh, they're all wearing these these straw masks. It, it's a good visual. But then uh, he sees them. They sacrifice the person or the person sacrifices themselves. And they're hanging. They're twitching. And he's got a machine gun. And he just starts firing at everybody, even though his partner's like, you know, there's too many of them. Don't do this. Yeah. And he's just like, I'm going to just fucking shoot him. And so the the person Yellow. is their target, their target, like just stands there and opens up his arms, like accepting is like, yes, rain down on me, which is basically his way of saying thank you. Uh, let this happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and then everybody from the cult starts chasing him through the woods and into these tunnels that are supposed to be there, escape out of there, and they get separated in the tunnels. Uh, the friend is doing a pretty good job fending him off, but has to reload. Someone gets up on him, cuts him open. Uh, he he gets to finally blast him in the head, but he's gone. He's just like, I'm not going to make it. So dude has to come back, finish off his friend, get out. Goes back to the farm where his wife and son are. Tells her that uh, they got to get out of there. Looks outside, and there are all these burning torches around. This kind of reminded me, what was the, what was, it wasn't Beyond the Gates. There was one that we watched with the cultish thing. It felt like an 80s movie not too long ago. Shit. Let me... I gotta look at the list. Beyond the Gates uh, was the uh, VCR game. It was the video game. Or the, the VHS <clears throat> tape. Yeah. Um... All right. Cult. I, yeah, there was... Fuck. I have, I have no idea how I'm going to figure this out. We'll have to go off the movie list. That's it what I was looking at. I, liked, even I, I think we both liked it. It was like an 80s style, but it was modern. And they were all in a hospital, and the, the doctor was basically trying to conjure up a um, baby. Fuck. What is, which one is that? Um, oh, fuck. Isn't it? It's... it's uh, fuck. I want to say like... No, can't even think of the name. Six six points, something. As much as I wish it was Garth Marenghi's Dark Place, it's not that. No, it's before that. Anyway. Is uh, it before that one? We did that before that? I believe so. Okay. Shortly before it, but still it was before that. Uh, welcome to Willits? No. No. That doesn't sound familiar, actually. 
I don't know what the hell that is. Me fucking either. <laughs> is that the one where they had the weed monster? Oh, or- yes. Yep, that's the alien one. Um, yep. Man, we watch a lot of fucking movies. We watch a lot of movies. This is not pertinent, but anyways. No, so- this is going to bother me. We have to figure this out. All right, you go ahead. Southbound. In- hmm? South- no, Southbound is when they were Damn all in hell. That's the one that I was thinking of. Four anthologies. Okay. It, it felt like a Clyde Barker-ish kind of thing, but... It's not the one with the cops, is it? There were cops in it. Okay. Uh, I just saw it. I got... Where's the... Uh, Cop has the ex-girlfriend or ex-wife that works at the hospital. And the, the grandfather and the daughter come in because she's pregnant and the power gets cut down and all the cult people start showing up around it. Um, fuck, The Void. The void. That's it. All right. See, it's such a, it's such a common title, but it worked really well. Yep, I feel better about that. Yeah. So in the void, there's the part where, just like all the cults start showing up outside. Yep. And uh, in this, there is the the cult kind of shows up around the farm. They put up all these burning torches, and the guy goes out to try to eliminate as many of them as he can to protect his wife and his son, and then he gets knocked out really fast but the wife goes out and starts shooting people and is pretty fucking good at it well you know it's a movie yeah but overall i felt like she must have had some training that i mean it's a movie. we're not privy to no, um it's just it's a movie yeah but we don't see what happens to them so the guy wakes up with the cult basically back in the woods where he had been earlier to kill the mp and they want him to take out one more person which is the hunchback and so he they put a one of the straw masks on him the hunchback is dressed similarly with a big mask and uh sheet wrapped over them and he goes to fight the hunchback takes it out without much of a struggle and then realize after killing that that it's his wife with his son strapped to her back which was <laughs> If, if I'm going to make a comparison to anything, it's probably going to be to The Mist as far as like, oh, that's a fucked up ending. Um, but then they crown him and initiate him essentially into the cult. Yeah. Which is what reminded me of Hereditary. Yeah. But again, this movie came out in 2011 before a lot of those other things did. So it's not <sighs> ripping anything off. As I was watching this, I felt a bit of a Kubrick yeah. vibe to it because, and I, I guess this was actually something that was said. the The director, this was only his second movie, did things where he would choose a, a place and then kind of build the scene around the place mm-hmm. to have it be more impactful, so that wherever they were actually felt like it was a bigger portion of the film. So artistically, it had that going for it. What? I think you struggled with and what I would normally struggle with is that it doesn't give a lot of explanation about what's going on or even at the end, like what it was. Although one of my problems with hereditary is that at the end, they, they bang the explanation of what actually happened into you as opposed to explaining it in the story. They're just like, here's a big download of what this all fucking meant and why you sat here for two hours. Um, 
for the most part, I felt like this did things that were similar to those, but better. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... But you were still lost. Yeah, I didn't dislike it. I just, I was lost. I mean... Were you paying attention? Were you watching other stuff? Were you playing video games? I wasn't playing video games. I was paying attention and grocery shopping. Yeah. (laughs) And grocery shopping while you're doing it? Yeah, but a lot of times I can do that and watch movies and still follow them quite easily. So don't fucking patronize me. I'm not patronizing you. I'm just saying that um, there are times when, when a movie requires more of your attention. Right. And, and nine, nine times out of ten, horror movies don't require that. True. So I Very, very true. But <clears throat> I will admit that I wasn't giving it my full attention and that I do need to go and rewatch it. And so I think not, we established before that yeah. if you decide that you are willing to rewatch something to get more out of the story, yeah. that's a good sign. Yep. It's not like you're like, I don't know what happened and I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I don't know. Just don't fucking know. Yeah. But I don't know. In the in the range of what this movie knowing what it's about now. Yeah. Cool? Yeah. Yeah. I mean I, I thought it was a it was an interesting concept. Um it's not a bad movie. Um I just need to sit down and like actually think about it, figure out what the fuck is happening. Yeah, I I, I don't want to say that you're going to be disappointed because they I don't, don't give you. No, I'm I'm not going to like you know cram this 90 minute movie into 90 minutes of free time that I have on a night. Like it'll be something where it's like, well, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. I'll just watch that movie again. So Crowley is asking, what did the cut on the guy's hand have to do with the plot? Now, that's a Fuck good it. question. Oh. Um, I think it was, in a sense, to control him. There's a couple of points. So the woman who shows up at the party, who or not the party, but the dinner at first, she finds some napkins with his blood uh, from when he, he had cut himself shaving, when his kid poked him while he was shaving earlier and he cut himself. Uh, so she collected those. When the guy cuts his hand, he bleeds all over the place. He gets it on the carpet and stuff. I think they were trying to get parts of his blood to either to control him, uh, which we see because the wound doesn't heal up, or to find out if he's worthy of what it is they're doing. But they don't explain it. It seems like it's integrated into what the cult is trying to do but they never tell us really who the cult is. And one of the things director slash writer said about this is that he thinks cults are more interesting when you don't know a lot about them. It's the mystery of them that gives you the distrust that, that makes them scarier. If you explain what a cult is like, nobody's afraid of Scientologists. We just think they're dumb. Uh, but it, when, before you were, when it was all behind closed doors and just quote unquote religion, uh, it was a little bit creepier. It was just creepy. Now it's just like, you fucking bastards and your rich money. You got too much going on. Um, Tom Cruise is short. Fucking live with it. Whatever. Uh, I, <laughs> sorry. I recently rewatched Tropic Thunder. <laughs> so uh, Tom Cruise is hilarious in that film. Tom Cruise is 
a very talented guy. And as really far is. as action movies go, yeah. I I am highly enamored with the Mission Impossible series from three on. Uh, um, I haven't a couple of times. It's it's rough. I haven't it watched uh, probably past three, but I've heard they're good. It's just yeah. they get better and better as they go along. I haven't seen the newest one, uh, but I've heard really good things about it too. But I, I I went through like the series from three on to whatever a couple summers ago. Yeah, with Aaron, and she's like, "This is good. I would watch another one of these." I'm like, "Well, great, because I've got another one to watch." <laughs> there's 37 more. Um. And I'm never mad that there's more of them because they all seem to be pretty good. Well, they keep coming out too, right? Right. Like, I'm pretty sure there's another one coming out this year. I don't Maybe know. Next year? But I'd be okay with that. It, yeah. That's one of those things that I'm not hating on Tom Cruise. I'm just saying, you know, if, if he has a problem with himself or, you know, with the fact that he keeps trying to pretend he likes ladies. Well, sure, that, <laughs> that's know? the thing. I mean, he, he's he's fucking weird. But he is a really good actor. I mean, regardless really of how, regard, yeah. regardless of how you, how you want to twist it or whatever. I mean, he's a, he's a very good actor. Yeah, it's it's okay to be a weirdo behind the scenes. Just yeah. try to stay. Just try to stay back there, please. Yeah, we only see you in front of the camera. Make that happen. And uh, do your behind the scenes stuff where we don't get involved in it. Don't show up jumping on a couch on Oprah. Oh, God, I forgot about that. But, but I mean, how far is that from the the guy who was running for president and was like, "Yeah, you know, just <laughs> oh, I guess you get people with cameras on you all the time, and you have like one weird day, like your blood sugar's off. You get a little stupid. I do a podcast. I get stupid here. That's a good point. I get drunk. Probably yeah. stupid, but I just say it's drunk. Yeah, you you at least get to blame it on something. Huh. No one's no one's going to have to lift a nice tea people and saying, you know, what did you, did you do to Corey? Is that that guy seemed fucked up. And we know it's only slipped it in on you. Yeah. Oh, uh, never go still, full I, weirdo. Exactly, Growly. That's that's fair. Uh, sorry, you were going to say something and I cut you off. No, I I I don't know. Really. I, what did you think about this movie in the fact that we've now watched four years of movies and how is, how is it and comparatively like is it more original? Is it more of um, like I've made comparisons to a bunch of other movies that we've watched yeah. but again this came out before those. But it's I mean it's still a fairly original movie. Fairly original yeah. concept. I, I feel like this is the kind of thing that I usually beg for, which is something to do something new, uh, to not be built on uh, the premise of something else, yeah. uh, to to surprise you. Mixing genres, I think, works very well in this case, of having the the two assassin guys like, uh, what was it, Law of the Gun or whatever. There's, there were a bunch of movies like that. Boondock Saints, <laughs> Way of the Gun. Um, that it 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 takes something that could have worked just on its own as a movie, but then does twist it into being in the horror genre as well. Yeah, and I like that. I like everything about that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I just want to hear if if you liked it, if you have thoughts on it. I have lots of thoughts on it. 
actually, I'm not. Sorry, I was sidetracked because my dog's scratching at my door, and I'm trying to make sure he's not going to shit out of the floor. <laughs> um, Let him in so he can shit in your mouth directly. I don't want. I don't want dog poop in my mouth. I want naughty cat poop. Um. Yeah, I, I don't. I'm. Yeah, I. I really want to rewatch this. Um. <laughs> good night, Growly Bear. Sleep tight, bud. Don't let the bag bugs bite. Or as I prefer, night night. Keep your butthole tight. Um. I want to. I want to rewatch this movie before I really say too much because I didn't hate it. I may hate it after I watch it again. I may think it is, it is it is a dog pile of dog shit. All I can think about are my dogs because fuck you won't stop scratching at the door. Um, yeah, I really. I mean, I, I know what I'm gonna rate it, but I'm rating it that because I want to rewatch it. So after I rewatch it, I may change my mind. Well, then why don't you go ahead and rate it, sir? I'm gonna give her a fuck, and and in a hope to refuck. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna turn this one night stand into a two night stand. You're, you're you're hoping that you came home drunk from the bar, you 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 fucked the movie, but you weren't at your best. I woke up the next morning and I didn't go. Oh God, what did I do? You have a, you had a little bit of a whiskey dick, and now you're waking up and you're like, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm get gonna a drink. A I'm gonna dick. have a hair of the dog, you and then that. we're gonna see if we can start this party again yeah. uh, before I give you Cap Fair home. <laughs> yeah. Or or see if it's Bond's relationship. Or see if you're just going to murder it there on your mattress yep. and have to call Casper and say, I've only had this for 60 nights. Uh, send me a new one. It's 100 nights. I got to let this fucking yeah, talk in so he doesn't scratch a hole in my door. Send it back. <laughs> I don't even know where you went. You just right. rolled away. Just Sorry. Like, it's fucking. I, I, <laughs> you need to let your dogs in. Oh, God. I hit his head. It's just this one. <laughs> oh, he's yeah. so cute. Well, Alyssa had to go uh, do some rabbit stuff, so they're just out there. Someone probably pooped on the floor. Probably. Yeah. This is wicked. Yeah, if you're not I've watching a, this, this means nothing to you. I've got a kitten gaming and sleeping on my, my massaging chair across the way from me right now, and he's just like totally into it. This is the greatest thing ever. I love naps. They're so awesome. This tank is Dieter. He's just, he doesn't know what he's doing with his life. All right. Uh, Where were I, we? I'm I, sorry. I get sidetracked by my dogs very easily. You had, uh, you had fucked the film. <laughs> I came right in its belly button. Um, <laughs> yeah. What, how do you feel about it? I'm, I'm similar in, in that, uh, I, I enjoyed it enough to have it around. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's a, a keeper, but, it, it's certainly not something that I, I hated at all. And I'm fascinated with the premise enough, not just to see it again, but I, I hate the fact that I want this, but I wouldn't mind a sequel. I wouldn't mind something to follow it up. Um, you know, it's, it, it gets to the choice of being one of these things where it only is what it is. And it's fantastic that way. Um, like a Pontypool, like, I was so hungry for more Pontypool. Pontypool is the one I was thinking of before we were talking. When I asked about the cops, that's the movie I was thinking of. And then, okay. No cops in Pontypool. Oh, it's the radio station. Radio Why station. did you? Yeah. Okay. Um, 
but I, I really like that because it was like there's so much there that you could still explore, but you don't have to. Right. And here it's the same thing. It's like I'm I definitely salivating for a little bit more on this. Um, but how would but, you even how would you even make if you made a second one? How would you make a second one? Like I, just, I would probably do it where it's a side sequel. It's not the same characters, but it's something to do with the cult. It's, oh, it's okay. following yep. what their motivations are, or so how do we? You're going to make troll two. Yeah. Like what? What was it about those three people that they had to die for this to happen, and they all seemed to go <laughs> voluntarily? Beat says, "If you want a sequel, you're part of the problem." I am part of the problem. That's that's the thing. Never give the audience what they want or what they expect no um, but because it, it subserves the story a lot of the time it's it's when when you say hey uh, i want to make a sequel for this because i have a really good idea that's one thing but when you say oh the audience really responded to this movie we got to bust out a sequel right now it's like maybe you don't yeah no you don't need to do shit well that's that's but so there's this there's this like two-sided problem is like you don't need to put out a sequel but you want more money you and definitely want more money. Yeah, and it's very easy to get more money if you just make a sequel, regardless. Right. That, like we were saying earlier, if you if you pitch this as part of a shared universe or something like that, then you've got an instant attraction to something that may not be as good a film as the first one and doesn't stand up. But at least there yeah. are people who will pay to see it. As we get a new paranormal activity coming out soon. Yeah, what's up with that? How much, do you, how much did you read about that? Not a lot. Okay. Um, I haven't made it through all the paranormal activity films. I made it through like number four, but even with that, I I can't say that I paid too much attention to them because a lot of paranormal activity to me is like being invited over to your friend's house to see their slides from their vacation. Ooh, see, I really liked the first one. My wife actually got carded in the movie theater to see the first one. <laughs> we were like we were twenty five at the time, so I do like telling that story. She looks very young. Um. I wasn't sure if it was like a reboot or an actual another sequel or whatever the fuck they want to call it, but I don't know which I would have more disdain for. I'll I, see it. I know for a fact I'll see it. Um, I don't think I'll like it. I'll, I'll watch it a thousand times as I'm walking through the room when Aaron's well, got right. it on. Yeah, that, that, that's different because she she really liked those movies. Yeah, but I mean, I I appreciated the idea behind them as they went on and they built around what was what was the secret as to what was happening in these families like where this all was coming from yeah but 80 percent of the films is just shit floats around the house in front of your security camera well don't forget the, don't forget the one with the xbox connect right that was kind, that was kind of interesting admit that i, I guess it, it just like I, I feel like when they got to the point where the, the teen girl was, was dealing with it with all of her webcam stuff and everything, it's like that was at least changing for the technology yeah. of where we are is how this could still be happening. But all of it still feels like no story for an hour and 20 minutes to get 10 minutes of excitement at the end. But that's, <clears throat> that's what made the first one so good to people. See, I don't get that. I don't get it either, but it was like, you know, nothing really happened. It was a lot of implied action, and then at the end is when shit hit the fan. But that was the same with the the first Blair Witch Project. Oh, fuck. We should, we should watch that, that one. 
soon. Have we not? We have not watched the, the original. The, no, the recent, the most recent one. Oh, the most recent one. Yeah, yeah, I don't think we've actually done any of them, to be honest. Which no, nope. that's weird. Um, because I assumed at some point someone would have wanted to watch it. I think that's yeah. why we waited. But in truth, nobody wants to watch it. You're not wrong. No, the I think it's funny because a lot of people complain that certain movies, all they are as far as a horror film is they're just jump scares. That that curse movie, same thing. Like people said, all it was was a bunch of jump scares. Yeah. But the paranormal activity was one jump scare. It, it, yeah, it was it's just an at hour the end for the worst jump scare. <clears throat> but but the thing is, is you've you've been so conditioned to expect you a jump. That nothing is going to happen because nothing happens for an hour and a half. Well, but here's the thing: is you you spent twenty years ex- being jump scared and catching you by surprise that you paranormal activity comes out, and now you're spending ninety minutes waiting for a jump scare that never shows up until the last ninety seconds. Right. So I think Which it, what you got to do is you got to reverse that. You got to really subvert people's expectations with a jump scare right at the beginning, and then nothing happens for an hour and a half. In fact, the next hour and a half is just the credits rolling. What? Really? <laughs> that's. I think that's how we've done really well with our episodes is that we spend ninety minutes and people are expecting us to talk about a movie and we never do. That's true. So, so sometimes Taco we Bell flip the script. <laughs> yeah, sometimes we flip the script and talk about the movie early and for the entire show. And then people are like, oh, shit, they've changed. And then just 100 more episodes where we talk about it for 90 seconds. Yeah, it's just like basically we're the, the horrible, abusive relationship. Like, I'm sorry, baby. You know I can do better. I'm going to change. And then like, <laughs> I can change. for two weeks, you got it great. And then all of a sudden, it's right back to it. And you finish off with a burning bed. You don't know the <laughs> reference. Burning bed was an 80s movie about uh, abusive relationship with Farrah Fawcett. I've never seen it. I no, had no it, idea what it was. But God, it did seem like it was such a big part of the social zeitgeist at that point in time. Yeah. Yeah. Did you rate this? I did. Uh, I said I would also like to. You'd fornicate? Sweet, sweet love to it. Okay. Fuck. I'll stop changing to fuck. And, and on rewatches, it may become a, a more responsive relation. We could friend with benefit. Yeah, sorry, no. I was just kissing my dog. Uh, uh, that's what gave me the idea of my rating. <laughs> sometimes I forget I'm on the internet. Um, well, now we're going to get all the hits. Yeah, right. Like, oh, podcast here at dogs. Um, look at this face. So cute. <laughs> just, if you're listening to this, this is not awesome, but I'm no, just it, making my dog look at the camera. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, lick your beard. That's fine. I've, I'm sure I have crumbs in it. This, sure. The microphone's picking this up, too. <laughs> well, at least that's something for the audio listeners. No, that's funny. Um, do you have anything else you want to say? Uh, movie go round? Yeah, what about it? Uh, You're just you plugging it? <laughs> I have to do it, man. I feel uh, like shit. I just like... I had such a great time hanging out with those guys. I love their show. They did a an episode of Scott Pilgrim recently. I was like really bummed Ooh, I wasn't a part of that because yeah. I love that movie. And but I love hanging out with them. And so to now at least twice say their name wrong sucks. At least you get invited to be on shows. I don't. Uh, I show up sober. 
I show up sober. It's halfway through that I get a little too drunk. Right. Yeah. The, the promise of me is that I'm, I'm not going to be drunk by the end of the show. I, if they'd say if they asked me not to drink, I wouldn't drink. And you just won't make it to the end of the show. Uh, if they asked me not to drink, I wouldn't drink. I know. I'm sure that they would love to have you on. I'm more fun when I'm drunk. I tried going to a bachelorette party last night. Easier. Yeah, you can just sit there and have drunk Matt uh, lick your face like his dog is doing to him right now. But my dog does it to me when I'm sober. I let him do well, it when I'm yeah. sober. I feel like you're not fully appreciating the fact that I tried to attend a bachelorette party last night. No, I completely appreciate it. I have thrown a bachelorette party in my what? day. We we got all the guys to show up and drag. Oh, yeah, that's way cool. This was like the epitome of drunk white girls at a baseball game listening so to Little we. John. We were all a bunch of drunk white girls, except with penises, which is not a, dis- a discounted item at that point. No, not at all. You don't really need a, a penis. is just a utensil. I don't Not know what how I'm I saying. thought of it, but sure. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, it's it's just a fuck utensil. More of an applicator. Instead, yeah. instead of a fork, it's like my fuck fork. <gasps> I think it's just coined a new term. I'm gonna start calling my dick my fuck fork. All right, let me text my wife that one. You got to be careful because if we say it on the show and by the next week you're going to have a podcast that somebody else called that. <laughs> Call the like, fuck fork? The, it's the, the fuck the fork hour? that Matt's wanted to do for four years. Uh, I've always wanted to do a sex podcast called Fuck Fork. Oh, wow. All right. Let me, this, can I call my penis? <laughs> you text your wife for permission? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I once told her that it was the I called it the Hammer of Dawn, which if you play Gears of War, that's the the name of one of the weapons. And her response was, "Who's Dawn?" <laughs> so, um, I thought you said Don, which is no, no, uh, that'd be even better. Most my father's name. Oh, it could be Don's hammer. Uh, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to be your daddy. Mm. I could no, be your weekend a, dad. Sure. I don't know what that implies, but well, it's okay. it's not like your main dad. I'm just your weekend dad. I'm the fun one. Oh, I'm like your fun uncle. Your uh, fun, fun uncle has already got enough connotations. Well, and that's we the thing. Like that. sometimes we go into my basement. I call it Uncle Touch's Playground. <laughs> and that's the horror movie that I think we're going to do next week. No, we're going to do the Purge. <laughs> uncle Touch's Playground. <laughs> After you've been an Uncle Touch's. Yeah, playground. I'm gonna I'm gonna. So my plan is to get as much American stuff as possible so i'm probably going to get the red white and blueberry uh, pop tarts i'm going to eat those during the show i'm going to see if i can get some bomb pop beers i may i know smirnoff makes a bomb pop smirnoff fucking may bring that over um red white and blue m&ms sign me up Bird. uh let's see i know that the walmart online grocery has an entire red white and blue section because fucking patriotism yeah, or consumerism, which is in a lot of cases the same thing. No, it really is. You're not wrong. I don't. I don't like that the red, white, and blue patriotic M and M's come in only a 42 ounce party bag. I don't party that hard, Walmart. I don't party that little. That that's a uh, oh that's oh uh, that's just that's too much candy. I'm gonna that's hurt. My teeth are gonna hurt. Yeah. Uh, well, no, you won't eat them. You'll uh, you shoot them out your ass like uh, like, <laughs> like Winona Rider ping pong ball trick, Ooh. except 
more patriotic. Maybe I'll you know, get for a, the truth. Maybe I'll get a big American flag and hang it back here. Maybe you will. Maybe I will. I won't. I could use our our band banner, which is an American flag with alterations. <laughs> or just take a picture of your dick and put "Don't tread on me" on it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's my dick intertwined with itself. <laughs> <laughs> Sure, itself. It's not anybody else's dick, Matt. Well, you know, it's easier for me to use two of my own dicks (laughs) than to try it. (laughs) So you look like that dude from uh, from Cabal. No, the the guy from Cabal who has the two snakes that come up from his stomach. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Ooh, Red, White, and Blueberry Little Debbies. Oh, I was thinking Little Debbies. That was where I was going to go. I assumed that they must have a, like a patriotic version of their cosmic brownies. Oh, I'm sure. Pop things are terrific. Pop tarts. Pop tarts. Pop. Sh- I almost typed in pop charts. That, that's what I was suggesting you do with the M and M's. I also saw like unicorn printed pop tarts. Fuck. Okay. There we go. Red, white, and blueberry toaster pastries. I'm just gonna add those to the cart right now. I don't know what I'm going to do with 16 fucking Pop-Tarts. Uh, uh, oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Eat a, eat a few, breed some more. Did you say something about breeding more? Oh, I'm going to breed yeah. more Pop-Tarts? Breed more Pop-Tarts. <sighs> I really feel like this show's uh, kind of... They don't count as a baked good, so they, they've got to be... Well, there's toaster pastry. It's not a baked good. Ooh, 4th of July grilling. Can I grill while I record an episode? How do you think that would go over? Uh you'd have to see how far you are from the local fire department if you're grilling inside your house. Well, I would have to move my computer outside. Right. I, I would not grill inside. I'm not... Also, uh, kind of combustible, so I don't know which yeah. is the right move. Um, just, just put it directly outside your window. Just open up that window, make it like a little bar area. You can lean out, flip the burger. I would just... Yeah, I'd have to pull the weeds, which I should probably do anyways. Yeah. What are the most American? Oh, I should get some. Ooh. A 14 inch round tray American flag print. Isn't it? Ah, oh, man. <laughs> I'm just now like compre- comprehending the fact that Walmart, as well as every other store, has literally slapped an American flag on everything and sold it. And all of it's made in China. Yep. Let's see. Let's get to the bottom of this. Where's this fucker made? Oh, it doesn't say where it's made. Disclaimer. Oh, no, that has nothing to do with anything. Ooh, I might have to get some necklaces, maybe some glow sticks. And if you want to do your civic duty, listeners, uh, email the show <laughs> at hot at gmcast.com. Uh, uh, let us know how you feel about America. Oh, and red, white, and blue bracelets? Sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> definitely follow matt's instagram or his untapped at matt the lifeguard yep. and you can follow this show uh by going to gncast.com slash pot gncasts plural dot com slash pot or you can go on to facebook and follow the page galactic network and uh get updates on honestly i don't know if we update about this show on that page <coughs> anessa I, has been doing it uh when we put oh, out new episodes she does post for it thank you very much anessa okay, i don't yeah. i'm not even sure if she listens to these episodes no but she's paying more attention than we are so yeah. good for her yeah, yeah yeah i just you know what 
I'm too drunk to taste this chicken. Um, <laughs> I'm actually not. I'm kind of drunk. No. I'm not too drunk. Never too. I'm drunk. an appropriate amount of drunk for 3:45 on a Sunday afternoon. Uh, which is a bigger holdout than my wife was having drinks at uh, one o'clock this afternoon and getting hey, blitzed. The- I I I literally grabbed one large. <laughs> this bottle of beer is the size of my head, um, but I only grabbed one. Uh, and if we didn't do this, I wouldn't have drank it. Uh, so you're saying I'm an enabler? No, not at all. If we did this on Monday, I wouldn't have drank. I'm an adult. I've had the, I've had a cold for like a week, and I'm finally starting to not feel like complete dick at all times. So I need to make up for a week of not drinking. I would like to feel your complete dick, Matt. Um, it's pretty underwhelming. Um, it hooks slightly I don't want to, to the left. Feelings. I just it's gonna let you down. I just want to know it's there. Um, I just want to be close to you. Oh boy, like your dog. I want a titty. Also, I shit in your I shit in your hallway. Damn it. I'm, there's a turd somewhere in this house I know what I'm going to have to find. <laughs> Where were we? What are you... Uh, what? Join us next week for Matt's new podcast, Matt's Mystery Turd, uh, where he walks you around his house and... <laughs> it's just, it's just me with my phone, like, what the fuck's that turd? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to shit somewhere. Like a ghost hunting show, except... <laughs> 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 it just cuts to it's a time lapse of the sun going down over my house, and then it's me at 8 p.m. with a fucking headlamp on, going, I'm going to get that turd. <sighs> you got the camera right up to your nose, and like, what's that scratching noise? <laughs> <laughs> just, I'm just crying. You <laughs> shit. You shit everywhere. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, turd hunters. Turd hunters. That, turd hunters yeah, worldwide. Yeah. Um,. Yeah, I think I, I think I did the outro. No, you totally did. Um, I guess I I, I got to plug this show again. But uh, Cast and Furious, it sounds like we're gonna do. I don't know when they're coming out, but we're gonna record at least one episode this week, I believe, maybe two. Um, if that sounds like something you want to be interested in, I actually signed with the Cast and Furious Pod at Gmail dot com. Uh, we're probably gonna do the video live. Um, so you can join. Got a us. YouTube channel? I just made a Google account, so there will be. A, I'll to fucking make. I'll make a YouTube account. This also, be aware because uh, it looks like Google is going to be killing not only Hangouts but maybe the functionality of what we use Hangouts for as about having the the two cameras or multiple cameras to do a, a thing like this. So you might need to get something else set up soon. I know this is off-air talk, but... I thought they were just... I, I didn't realize that they were getting rid of all functionality. I thought they were just getting rid of Hangouts and going to a YouTube-specific thing. Um, yeah, Beat says OBS, and that's something that we've, we had talked about and just never really... I mean, it wouldn't be that difficult to, to do something like OBS and just stream it to Twitch. Yeah, Glenn Rubenstein posted something about it on Twitter, so... Um... <sighs> That was the first that I'd really heard about it, but it makes a certain degree of sense because yeah. Google can't have something more than four or five years before they have to completely fuck up everything that's good about it and then so try to rename it things. for some other project that they try to launch off the ground that nobody's going to use because we don't trust you anymore, you motherfuckers. Time to go OBS. Beat, how much do you know about OBS? Like, can, can you help a brother out or are you going to drive through a tunnel again? <sighs> no. 
And that's it for this episode of the Podcast of Terror. <laughs> we'll see you all next week. Stay scary, everybody. Good boy. Bye. Bye.